Hi, this is Elliot Stockstad with Lutheran Community Services Northwest, and with me today is Dwayne Udeland. We're sitting in Dwayne's living room, actually having this conversation, and I wanted to start by saying welcome, Dwayne. Thank, Thank you. you for having this conversation with me. And we were just talking about uh, my name's Norwegian and yours is as well, and you had a story behind the meaning of your name. Well, there's an old Norse god named Ulla. He was god of skiing and archery. And uh, there were several shrines for him throughout Norway, I believe. But there was one shrine on the the farm where my ancestors came from. And so uh, <clears throat> they named the farm Ulaland in Norwegian um, because that was the land of Ulla. And um, <clears throat> so this is the history of the farm is kind of a pagan history. <clears throat> but uh, I think it was converted because Hans Nielsen Hauge, the uh, Norwegian pietist preacher, uh, stayed there in some of his journeys. And uh, the uh, current resident, uh, well, at least when I was in Norway, was the head of the Norwegian uh, Intermission Society. And so here it is, this Lutheran preacher who has this pagan name. Hmm. Wow. That's great. That's a good story. Well, and uh, so Dwayne, this is part of a series that we're calling Legacy Stories, and it's a chance for us to catch up with some of our donors that have been with us for a long time. And uh, first, just to say thank you for your support, and also just to get to know you a little bit more and to be able to share your story a little bit with others that might not have had the the, the blessing and the benefit of getting to know you. And so can we start by just share a little bit about your story? Where did you grow up? And, and tell us about your family. I grew up on a farm just east of Kent, which is just south mm. of Seattle. Yeah. And um, it's no longer a farm. It's no longer east of Kent <laughs> because it, the city limits have expanded. And, and But that's, that's where I grew up. So I was very privileged, I think, to grow up on a farm and, and uh, have that kind of background. Mm. And uh, went to school in the local public schools there. And uh, then from there, I went on to Pacific Lutheran University. Mm. So you're a loot. I'm a loot. Okay. Yeah. Are you a loot too? I'm a logger, you're actually, a but don't hold that against <laughs> okay. me. Yeah, University of Puget Sound, but surrounded by well, loot. That so. was, that was uh, yeah, for those were the enemies back in yeah, the days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you went to PLU. Uh-huh. Then on to Luther Seminary. And... Uh, have served in parish ministry since uh, uh, 1956. Wow, nice. And until when? When did you retire from parish ministry work? Oh, well, parish. Well, actually, my while well, ministry, my last call was a chap was a chaplain mm. at, uh, at the long term care facility, and um, <clears throat> so I retired in um, when I was uh, 66. In 1996, mm. on December, <laughs> the end of December, and that's that's a lot of relationships and things you uh, must have seen through your years of yeah, ministry. Yes. yes. What What did you, I guess, what did you appreciate most about your career or your vocation, or th what are a couple of things that come to mind when you think about those years? <clears throat> well, I think just just being able to relate to people, being helpful, you know, and being able to touch lives in um, very significant points. 
from baptisms to weddings to funerals mm -hmm. and um, being accepted into people's lives in, in those kinds of times mm. and situations. Mm. And what about family? What what tells tells a little, little bit of history about your family? Do, mm -hmm. do you have siblings or oh yeah, you have your own? I was the oldest of uh, six kids, and uh, so and I had uh, four sisters and one brother. And uh, I was quite a bit older. I was seven years older than my the next one in the family. So mm -hmm. and uh, eighteen years older than my kid brother. <laughs> so the big big gap there and uh, yeah and then I met uh, my wife Marilyn at uh, Pacific Lutheran and um, we adopted a couple kids a, a boy and later a girl through uh, Lutheran Social Service in Minnesota hmm. and uh, um yeah, that's so the essential. Any other things that you want to know about? Yeah, yeah. And and I should say I didn't send Dwayne these questions ahead of time. So <laughs> appreciate you being yeah. spontaneous as we as we talk about this. But yeah, I was just kind of curious about your family and so you, you adopted two children. Do, do they do they live close by now or one of them lives uh, here in in, uh, in Spokane and uh, the other lives too far away back in uh, Washington, a suburb of Washington, D.C. Hmm. She works for the federal government. She's the uh, uh, budget officer for the National Transportation Safety Board back there. Yeah. So too far away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so one of my questions was going to be, too, uh, was related to just your, your the way you've been involved with the community. And it sounds like from a very early age, right out of school, even you entered into the ministry. Uh -huh. uh, and I was just wondering, you know, what, what moved you there to make that decision? Because uh, that's a big decision. And, and then and then I'd love to just kind of hear about, you know, the other things that you've found that you've loved about either volunteer work, or, you know, what we could talk a little bit more about your involvement with Lutheran Community Services. But, but how did that start? Do okay. you remember? Well, how, how, why did I get into the ministry? I'm not sure about this, hmm. but I think my mother was praying. Yeah, <laughs> she prayed you in? <laughs> my mother and God ganged up on me. I yeah, think. that happens. <laughs> and uh, so uh, from a very early age, you know, when I was seventh, eighth grade, all of my classmates knew that I was heading toward ministry. Mm. So it was an early decision. Wow. And uh, I just felt... I just felt the call, you know, and that was, uh, uh, and so, uh, um, and it just moved, moved on from there. What were the other questions? On well, that? so you got involved early on, yeah, and then it sounds like you've stayed involved since retiring from ministry. Yes, yes. And what what have you been? What, have, what types of things have you done, either as a volunteer or? And, you know, and you can also talk about just how you, I'd love to ask you also, how did you get involved with Lutheran Community Services Northwest? Do you remember how that started? Uh, well, I think it was probably way back from the roots with Minnesota, you know. But um, so when right. I moved to Spokane, I just, uh, uh, Marilyn and I, um, you know, wanted to be generous with our income and 
and so we became donors uh, from way back. So I think as soon as we moved to Spokane. Um, what year was that? 1981. 81, okay. Hmm. And uh, so... Uh, <clears throat> And there was not much involvement other than that, yeah. Really on, but um, but as far as volunteering, I well, you know, through my course of ministry, it was uh, the emphasis was on giving myself in service, and uh, usually there wasn't much time for volunteering other things outside of parish ministry. Sure. But in retirement now, I continue that volunteering, and and uh, I uh, do some volunteering at, the, at my church, leading a Bible study, and um, uh, being, being part of visitation team, bringing communion to shut-ins, mm. and uh, I'm also volunteering at uh, with Hospice of Spokane at the Hospice House, uh, and once a week up there. And people sometimes ask me there uh, why I do that, why I volunteer. And I said, well, tell them, I usually tell them my, my basic reason is I'm a follower of Jesus, and he talks about serving others, and so that's put here. And then I said, and the secondary reason was that uh, uh, my wife had cancer, and we um, became uh, involved with hospice organization through that and I, yeah and and I was looking for an opportunity for service after she died by uh, it seemed like kind of a natural place for me to be yeah and you've been involved in a in a fun way with with us with Lutheran community services yes. uh, talk a little bit about the the bike ride and oh. how and how that started <laughs> that started <laughs> that's when we first met this is my first year riding so and you've done six is that right six six years, years. yeah well uh i i was first inspired uh by that woman sitting next to us here <laughs> christy mckee uh, christy she, mckee here is our <laughs> development manager here in spokane yeah. uh she spoke at a uh, I live at Riverview Retirement Community, and she spoke at one of our village meetings one mm -hmm. time. And she spoke about uh, various things that uh, the community service was doing, and she mentioned the bike ride. And I had gotten a, a bike about, about the year before, and uh, and I kind of spontaneously talked, said publicly at that point, all right. Nice. <laughs> on the spot. On the spot. You signed up. That's all I got hooked. That's good. By Christy. Um. And do you know how much money you've raised over the last six years for? Well, it's approximately dollars. $21,000. $21,000. That's amazing. Yeah. So and, you've, uh, you've gone out and invited everybody else to support. and Well, it's this year was the most I've ever uh, donated. And I, I did very, very little. For, mm. uh, I um, sent out mm, 10 or 12 uh, emails or, let, or letters to friends and family. Yeah. And got some generous response there. And I, uh, I spoke at uh, two meetings here at Riverview mm. and telling them briefly. I spoke just for two or three minutes each time. And, uh, and the, the generosity from the Riverview community has been great. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, <clears throat> I 
I just told the stories, but they those <laughs> folks were the ones who make generous, you know. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, I, I think that. I had about 55 uh, persons who contributed last year to the, in the bike ride. Wonderful. So you represented and did the ride, but they yeah, huh? they had your back and yeah, you were cheering you on. Yeah, that is so wonderful, and I love the the legacy too that Christy and others have built through this ride and seeing mm -hmm. hundreds of people come out, mm -hmm. different ages, and yeah, it was a it was a great community event, and it was fun to meet you there. One of my, my so one of the last question was around um, planned giving. So we have this circle of hope. Mm -hmm. here at Lutheran Community mm -hmm. Services, which is a wonderful group of people who have said that they want to remember the work of Lutheran Community Services in their state planning of some sort. And we, as we get to almost 100 years as an organization and as a ministry, uh, there's been folks along the way who have since passed that, have, that are part of that, that got us here. And you are a member of this circle here. And and I think others are showing a lot more interest in that. And so first, I just wanted to say thank you for being part of that and for raising money through the bike ride, but also just saying, yes, I'd like to be part of this circle of hope. And so one of my questions that I would just like to start asking members of that circle is, you know, what, why? You know, what, what made you make that decision? And, and what would you have others know about about that, about being part of that. <clears throat> well, I, I, I just simply am impressed by what Lutheran Community Service is doing, and uh, I know that statewide or in the Northwest here, there's different areas, different, but the North, uh, the Spokane area, uh, is uh, heavily involved in the sexual assault and family trauma program. Uh, which serves what is over three thousand people a year, right? And, right, the agency, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, unfortunately, those those people are there that have to be served, yeah. Uh, and and I wanted to be a part of that, to uh, in any way I can to be of helpful to that particular program, and um, as well as other programs that you are doing, uh, but. Uh, so it's just uh, look, looking for places to to uh, donate the money that where it can be well used and for a very helpful person purposes. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Yeah, it makes it makes a huge difference, and you know, I know we're the two of us, Christy and I, are grateful, but also the many people around the Northwest that will benefit in, in Spokane that benefit from folks like yourself saying, you know, I lived my life this way and I also want to make sure others have, that they can thrive, mm -hmm. not just get by yeah. and find healing if, if necessary. So thank you for, for that. And anything else that you, uh, you want to add here at the end? Anything, any thoughts since I really appreciate you spontaneously having a conversation <laughs> with me <laughs> and sharing a little bit of your story. I, I don't think I have anything else in mind right now. That's great. Well, Dwayne, thank you. Thanks for You're inviting me in, having tea with me here in your living room and with Christy. And um, looking forward to to getting in the saddle and riding with you next next summer. Good, good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks.